0: we're the legends Legends of the the stoop Stoop. we're here to advocate educate and inspire society coming at you live from the south side welcome back to legends of the stoop i am your host mike pernius Today, my guest stopping by the stoop is none other than Jay Brax, my brother. How are you doing today?
1: Doing pretty good, man. Nice hey, to you see you. Take bro. We got the yeah, absolutely. Get the going. Yep. Cheers. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure.
0: You know, it's a beautiful day out. You know, kind of be. It was a little chilly in there earlier in the week, but you know, this weekend is definitely going to be nice. Go outside, just kind of you know get out. Hopefully it stays like it's Steeler Sunday coming up. I'm excited, yeah. and you guys
1: better win too.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I got I got some money down. Yeah, some, some people, money down.
1: it's a draft and <laughs> It's gonna look pretty sad on Sunday. Oh so. yeah. Do you do uh do you do fantasy football legends? You know what's crazy? I literally just got into it. Really? How, how you doing? <laughs> I don't know yet. No. I gotta get I gotta get some help. So anybody dude. out there that knows what they're doing with that type of thing. <laughs>
0: I just made five uh, waiver moves this week because like McCaffrey got hurt, I drafted Debo Samuels so he's still on the bench, and then Drew Brees man just like killing me, he's killing me, you know what I mean, just like not, I was expecting you know 300 yards like every year basically, Yeah, and it's just not happening right now. but, you know, I'm just glad football's back. I'm glad that there's some, like, social activity to do. You know, outside's kind of popping off a little bit. A little bit too much for my liking, to be honest. A little, still a little, you know, a little too much crowding. But I guess it's just, you know, not used to it. It's been a while.
1: Right. It has been a while, man. It's, it's crazy to see people out and again, for sure. Like, I haven't really thought of it that way, though. I've been yeah. waiting for it, like, come on. Like, <laughs> let's go outside, like, please. Yeah. Like, Open the stores, open the stages back up. That's what we really need. Yeah, I'm trying to do some
0: shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's well, it's a shame, you know. The the Rex closing, you know, earlier this week. You yeah, know, it's definitely a Pittsburgh, probably. you know, iconic location, you know, for concert venues here. But you know, that's it. Definitely highlights the the struggle that there is right now, especially in the entertainment industry. You know, yeah, just yeah, like I mean, trying to be creative.
1: It's fun to even think that a place like the Rex would. be you know, be in a situation where they would close, right. you know, you would think that a place like that would just stay around forever. It's like one of those places, like, kind of like Permanese in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. where it's like made it Stamp, it's somewhere in Pittsburgh that you know concerts are going to be at. Right. But it just goes to show, just like Kodak, just like a lot of other notable brands that we, you know, admire and and, look and grow up with, Right. they can fall off too. No, no offense absolutely. to Kodak, but like, we know that certain brands and, and things over time like even Sears yep. you know, or, or other places like that that's been like in a certain market. If you don't adapt, you'll fail. Yep. You know what I mean? so it's just sad but I feel like the Rex had an opportunity to, to do some huge things in the future. Yep. I never got to perform there yet so I was just like damn. <laughs> that's like selfish to be, but yeah it's definitely a a huge loss
0: for the city yeah it definitely is you know because it's like pittsburgh in my opinion you know especially getting into this podcast and getting to meet you know musicians like yourself you know throughout the western pa like region you know we have a lot of talent here but it just seems like there's not enough support and like recognition basically and you know it doesn't like there's like there was the Rex and then there's like Mr. Smalls. And then, you know, it's like, it's kind of like after that, it's like you're playing in like, you know, a legal storefront where it's like, it's it's a great venue. Like they're making the most of it, you know what I mean? But it's not that concert venue type environment that right. like yeah. to help you elevate to like another level. You know what I mean? Hell
1: yeah. I definitely agree with that. The store, though, I mean, I feel like the stage mm-hmm. are open when it's time though.
0: In the meantime,
1: you know, a lot of artists are doing what artists do and and being innovative and figuring out how to make it happen, regardless of the situations, like, Mm -hmm. especially the independent artists out there, you know, like, right now I'm in the process of figuring out how to do, you know, certain monetized events and things that may not have the largest crowd gatherings, but still, you know, able to make some type of something off of it, you know, Give something back to the community at the same time and right. perform and just make things happen like usual and kind of like use it as a band-aid you know what i mean yeah like everybody's yeah. ready for everything they back up
0: like yep. you know and i think the the thing is too it's like you know i feel like people are starting to become impatient you know what i mean but it's like it's been so long and it's like you're, it's like you're almost like running out of things to do you know? at <laughs> home right you know what i mean and it's like That's why I feel like, you know, going back, like, you know, starting back up to school and, like, you know, coming back to the semester was just like, it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's just like a weird vibe because it's like half my class, you know, more than half my classes, I'm just in my bedroom on a Zoom meeting. You know what I mean? And it's like.
1: I'm so glad that I missed that. I You're you're lucky, man. You're fucking
0: lucky. Like, this is, it's a, It's just a weird way to learn, you know, and it's like, and one of my degrees is in education and like right now I could not imagine being like a, like a elementary school teacher, like teaching kids, like, you know, eight, nine years old, virtually. <sighs> no, thank you.
1: Right.
0: No, thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't
1: know, man. I feel like it's all, it's all wild right now. Yeah. But eventually everything will open up. I'm, I'm trying to stay optimistic about it. Right. That's really all I can do. No, yeah, absolutely. But at the end of the day, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep dropping new music and, and content yeah. and everything else because we got the internet at the, at the palms of our hands, you know what I mean? So,
0: yeah.
1: might as well take advantage of shit. Yeah,
0: and you were just mentioning, you know, like right before we, like, won on air, I guess you could say, um, about like a new song that you have coming out in five days. Bad vibes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Yeah. So, um, bad vibes. Uh, by the way, I just dropped a single with uh, Genius Society, which is my record label. We just dropped a single called Max Out. It's on all streaming platforms as well, and um, we're, we're pushing that too. But, um, you know, bad vibes. I'm dropping that on the anniversary of my mother's passing, and um, which is September 30th. And and the reason why. I wanted to drop a song on that day just because, like, I really wanted to use that song to kind of, like, escape from all the bad vibes that I have around me. Yeah. Because the song kind of, like, talks a little bit about how, like, I've, I've dealt with depression um, and I've dealt with anxiety throughout my life. And mm-hmm. just how I kind of just don't want those things around me anymore and, like, right. the, the triggers that bring that type of, you know, activity into my life, it's kind of like, you know, get rid of them type shit. So, right. Bad Vibes is really like something kind of, it's, it's a little eerie, you know, from yeah. compared to a lot of my other music, but I feel like it's needed. Yeah. It, was, it was a good relief for me you know, to make a song like that. So yeah. I'm really excited for everybody to hear it.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it, like, helped you, like, process some, like, you know, maybe leftover emotions from that particular event or other things that have transpired in your lifetime, Um, you know, and it's, like, that's, honestly, I got into poetry um, back in middle school um, when I, like, lost a close friend uh, to cancer and, like, and then um, my father, like, lost his job and, like, just, like, kind of just, like, you know, a weird point because like you're old enough to like understand what's going on so it's like kind of like and I'm the oldest like sibling in my family so it's yeah. like kind of like feel like it's like your responsibility to like try and fix you know right
1: make people feel better
0: yeah, yeah. and you know and then it's just like you know so I like I did what I had to do and like in the process you know I've learned so much about myself you know like it actually wasn't until back in February where I finally decided that I needed to go and get professional help. And like, you know, I've been seeing a like, therapist every week and it's like been great. Like, I've really learned so much. And it was all honestly, like, I kind of like took the, those like COVID months, like of when we were in lockdown, like March, April, May kind of. Yeah. Like through that time period to like, really just like hone in on myself and like, just like kind of process a lot of things that have just been like tucked away and like bottled up. And you know, like, honestly, like, COVID in as horrible of an event as it has been and like how much it has had an effect on like families and our society as a whole you know to me it was a great period because it like it seemed like the world kind of slowed down for a little bit and like for a second it was like it was like it was giving you time to do like that like kind of like spring cleaning type thing with yourself yeah I agree with that
1: like heavily Because it's unfortunate that this happened, you know? And and especially for me, like, I feel like I was just at a nice point. Like, I had just got off of a tour with Warren G. Right after that, I went on tour with with Kevin Gates and, you know, we did an opening for him. And then after that, I had a headline at um, Mr. Smalls Theater at the beginning of the year, you know what I mean? And, and, like, we had some rollouts for, 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 press, mm-hmm. you know, it was just doing it was doing great. Um and then next thing you know, COVID. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. Everybody in the house, curfews, no liquor. Like, was <laughs> I was like what the fuck is going on? Oh. like you couldn't even buy a bottle at one point. Yeah. Was like, it's ridiculous. I was I was like stressing. Right? <laughs> like but that's when I got into, you know, Another entrepreneur venture that I wanted to like a lot of people might not know this about me, but like I do all my own engineering. I okay. record mostly all of my own songs. Um I make beats, I've done production for, you know, people like FTR speaking locally, yeah. um, Jimmy Wabo, you know, um and I've also done videos, you know, like I've done in studio sessions with Lil Ducey when he was in Pittsburgh oh. with Miss Money, you know. Yeah. Um I've done things all over the place and I just, and I recently just got into the life insurance business just to expand even more, you know? And it's just like, you think to yourself, like maybe these opportunities wouldn't come to you unless you had something happen, you know? Like you figure out you have a need or you're like, you have a a want, you know? You you might want to feel better mentally, you know? You might want to make more money and then you'll do something and then it could, you know, help you make a, did I win or did I fail in this situation? Right. You, you know, if it's doing good, then you keep doing it, you know? It's just like, you figure out, oh, okay, if I go to therapy or if I do a music video for this client, then next thing you know, I might actually be able to do this, you know? It's just right. like a step ladder type shit. Yeah, no. And I feel like COVID allowed us a lot of people to do that. Yeah. Like graphic designers too.
0: Yeah, it was, like I said, it was just a great pause and, like, really gave time for people to, like, really genuflect, and I think, you know, there's something to be learned from that genuflect and as a society, and, you know, it's like, I hope it stays with us. It's not one of those in-the-moment kind of things, like the practices that have been picked up, you know, like, in my opinion, I don't understand why sick people, like, if they wanted to go to work permit wear a mask before or something. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's just, like, simple, like, hygiene things, like, I've noticed, is, like, I kind of hope, like, staying around, you know what I mean? It's, like, why not? You know what I mean? Right. Let's, like, try and prevent, like, another situation like this at the same yeah. time. You
1: know what's crazy? I think as Americans, we're easily traumatized by
0: things. Yeah. Like,
1: Not to say that 9 11 wasn't a traumatic moment, but look at everything that has been placed in front of us after 9 11. You know what I mean? And then after COVID, you know, you can imagine that people will have to wear masks if they feel sick to work, or you might have to get your temperature checked for the rest of your life, you know, before you go to work. And these are things that, you know, we're trying to do to take away from that traumatic moment of this happening or that happening and it's just like we're just it's just easy to yeah. well, it, this, I guess. I it
0: kind of like goes back to like our conversation we were having um when you first got here about like trading there's like a fine line between privacy and like security and like how we were talking about like terms and conditions and right. like you know we say like oh like I need to go get like toilet paper or something. And next thing you know, <laughs> when you, like, open up your laptop and you're, like, searching up something on Google, right. like, you just start seeing, like, toilet paper, like, ads, like, you Charmin know. all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah. <You> know, like, <laughs> it's like, they're one of the, the brands. I always get ads for Charmin. I'm a pretty shitty guy. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> no, but they are on that. Uh, Hulu, though. No.
0: But, yeah, man. I mean,
1: I don't know. It all, it'll all make sense, though. In a couple months, we'll figure
0: it out. Well, what have you, what like, what's been, like, kind of, like, the things you've been working on over COVID? Mm-hmm. Like, whether, like, it's, like, personal things or, um, like, related to your business, you know? What have you been working on? Um
1: Honestly, I've been working on a lot of different things, like, yeah. all over the place. But one of my main focuses over COVID was definitely, like, learning how to, Make the right decisions for my business and figuring out what I actually have to do in order for my plans to come to fruition. Like, if yeah. I wanted to make this happen, I need to be able to have the
0: plan in place, you
1: know? Right. And, uh, for a long time, it's, I didn't understand that. Like, I would just think that, like school, I could just go in and, and ace the test because I paid attention in class. Right. You know? And that's how I've always been. But when it comes to your business and things, you can't you can't do it that way. You have to have structure, and you have to understand that basically you're the teacher of your own self. Yeah, like and they, you hold
0: yourself responsible.
1: Right, you're your own teacher too. Yeah. And then like, if you're the teacher and you have people that are your students, you know, like, yeah. maybe not your students, but people that are looking at what you're doing, they're basically students. Yeah.
0: So then you're like mentoring.
1: Right, if you Send don't have your plan together, then how are you going to be able to, you know, help anybody else if you're not focused on what you actually want to do? Yeah. So, like, I definitely spend a lot of time, like, trying to figure out that. And, um, you know, like I said, getting into the insurance business, like, I spent a couple months doing that. I went out to Chicago. I'm actually about to go out to Chicago again. I okay. got some music out there with a couple friends. Um, and, and spend some time in the office with the insurance guys, too. Yeah, and really just, like, make all of that make sense. Because I feel like that's the, like, most important thing, to make everything that I do make sense together. Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: It's like you've got a bunch of puzzle pieces, and it's just like, no, you just got to put them all together. Right, Build that picture, build that dream.
1: Right. I feel like it's a lot easier for uh, people if they just focus on one thing. Like, if I could give advice, to anybody mm-hmm. you know it's it looks good and it feels good to be able to do a lot of things for yourself but one thing that i would say is that it's even better when you're able to know that you're the best at one thing you know? yeah but like you're
0: perfecting one. your
1: craft right
0: yeah yeah it's like you know like a, like if you did like just like if you're a trades kind person it's like you know you'll pick like one trade to get like really good at like your master trade mm-hmm. right to, we'll just say it's, like, a plumber, right? But then, like, you realize that it's, like, oh, like, you know, a lot of people are asking for electrical work, like, while I'm at their house, or, like, asking for electricians, or whatever the fucking case may be, right. it's, like, oh, well, instead of subbing it out, or, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, if the if you go and learn that trade, then you can also market yourself for that as well, you know okay. what I mean? Which is another facet, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, people... Like yes, like, it's important to have like one mastery skill. I believe like, something you are perf- like you're more proficient at and like really can give to society. But at the same time, like I stress that like you don't want to be one din- one dimensional. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean, you- I mean, I feel
1: like it, it's it might just be me because I'm the person that can do multiple things, mm-hmm. which is why it's like, oh man, you don't want that. Like it's like. Yeah. It's like the guy that's driving around in the Lambo and it's like, <laughs> bro, you don't want the Lambo. You know how much work I gotta put into this car? Like, you know how yeah. much the maintenance is? Like, he's worried about this stuff and you're worried about like, bro, but you have a Lambo. You know right. what I mean? Like, you're making, you're doing something right. You right. Know? But then like, I don't know. It's just like, it's a journey with, with everything else and you know, with everything that everybody goes through like it's just a learning process you know
0: life in itself is a learning process
1: i swear like we were talking about like marketing and shit like bro marketing is like for even if you're an electrician like it's always important that's why like i really stress that you know artists take their marketing seriously and and understand that content is key you know having content is so important you know like you got to be able to have shit that people are going to be able
0: to go and see be able like, to know yeah. that
1: this is for you like this is your brand and this is what you want to do like right. can't like let it be a mystery because people don't want a mystery people want something that they can trust and that they can go to yeah
0: right. they, they would like the consistency and the reliability you know that comfort factor right we you're seeking yeah
1: exactly so I feel like it's just it's important for artists to understand that posting your song every day isn't going to get people to listen to it you know you have to do more than that you
0: know well you kind of have to like make it like a, like a you have to make a culture you know what I mean so like yeah it's like you it can't just be nothing but like your song content or like you know there's stuff about like music video but also like you like as like you know as like a person too show that yeah. you know what I mean people want to know who they're listening to or at least I do I don't I mean right, I, yeah, I don't want yeah, to speak for everybody but like I want to know about the people you know that I'm listening to especially if right. it's like somebody I'm really enjoying you know and I'm like you know constantly just like listening to music and stuff like that you know what I mean like I right. want to know like why they're like why they're hurting the way they're hurting in their music or why they, you know what I mean like I want to get that information right. you know what i mean right
1: because they could be living on the fucking hills making no. sad boy music and then they're fucking you know popping bottles with bottles right going full throttle <laughs> every other fucking day and they're just like living the life all smiles and shit on their instagram and then go to their soundcloud or spotify it is just like the saddest music ever It's just it's like I don't yeah. really have too many reasons to be sad, man. Like yeah. I know people in real poverty, like, but I don't know. I feel like it's all.
0: So, so many people are just. This is like it's like a facade. Yeah.
1: In the internet, bro. That's why you can't, you can't, You can't get too caught up in the internet because that's what everybody. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's important for people to be under, be able to understand that a lot of the things that. Creatives, especially musicians, that are like placed on a pedestal, like they're yeah. not always going through everything that they go through in their music. Like sometimes they're, oh yeah, sometimes you know, they're acting, yeah, yeah. They're inferring that they live life, or but the songs actually written by somebody that lived that life. They have a team behind them that helps them, you know, create this image that makes sense for their music. Right. Like, so people get too caught up in all that shit, but I feel like. Is making real music is what I wanna do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I wanna make music that I have fun making. Like, right. I, and if I wanna make like I'm in an alternative too. So okay. like, and I and I like eighties pop too. Yeah. So like I don't I can't really tell you, you know, too many eighties pop artists. But one thing I do know is that I like synths, I like mm-hmm. piano and I like ballad and I like certain shit. Like I've studied world music for two years and I got to yeah. learn like you know, um, music from Indonesia and, like, African instruments and, you know, things that originated in Ireland and, and came to America and stuff like that. Yeah, just and like, like just learning like, about the whole backstory. Like the yeah, whole me, story. like really appreciate different sounds in all music, and I feel like if I wanted to make some shit like that one day, like, I should be able to. And it, it's, like it's important for the people that support me to know that That could happen at any time. So you got to be open with that, with your audience, or else you're going to drop a song and they're going to look at you like you're fucking stupid. Yeah. Because, like, what are you doing? It's like
0: completely off brand. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. People are so used to that, though. They're like used to going one place for one one thing from one person, but like everybody changes. Like, look at Drake. You know what I mean? Drake is like the number one. Artists in
0: the world, or yeah. at least hip hop artists. Dude, his like the like the what's song was it? Rock? No. More
1: life.
0: Yeah. Is like,
1: that a song? Yeah.
0: Like that's a Laugh. Song. Wait. Laugh now, cry later. Yeah. Bro, the Nike facility. Practically just a a big long commercial for Nike. It was. It yeah.
1: Was the best Nike commercial
0: ever. <laughs> Bro, that music video was it even looked incredible. like
1: a Nike ad. Like the the uh, LUTs, yeah. On the, you know what I mean mm-hmm. on the uh, on the edits and the, and the uh, color. You know, yeah, yeah, I,
0: like it. yeah. It just screamed like yeah.
1: The, the green and it, it just was everything. And I've actually uh, drove past the Nike yeah. facility once. My cousin actually lives out in Oregon, so no, not sure. know, Like he was trying to get me to go there. Like I think it was in February. And we just didn't have the time because I was
0: yep. only out there for like a week to work on a project out there, and I just
1: like. Nah. We're, we're at in Oregon? Like, yeah, we're in Portland. Really? Okay. Yeah. It was interesting, bro. It's Do like,
0: you know like any of the artists like
1: out there? I know a couple local artists, but I've never been able to tap them with like the the more of a mainstream sound like yeah. if that's what you're asking but like I know a couple of yeah like, like, local
0: do, local do you heard. happen to know um the guy goes by Swiggle and Swiggle. Swiggle and Mandela I think it is. Mm-hmm. No? Um he's like kinda like up and coming like right now. Like he started like a like a protest type um so like it was a like protest challenge so like he challenged like local artists like in pittsburgh or i'm sorry portland to use this beat that like he made right or whoever but he was like tied to it and um they really challenged them on social media to like you know make their own like protest like music video towards like the, the police and like everything that's been happening in portland so pretty cool yeah like he's been, like, marketing really well. So, I mean, definitely, like, try and get you hooked up with him. Like, oh, if yeah, you if like oh, being like, if you're going to be out in Portland and stuff like that. Number one, he's, like, a good buddy of mine now. His name's uh, Garrett Swinson. He goes by G. Swinson. He's a really cool dude. Really. He's also out in Portland? Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he lives, like, about half hour outside of, down like, outside of, like, Portland, so, like, the city limits. Okay. Um, Portland's yeah. not
1: too, too, too big. Yeah. It's big, but it's—I mean, not really. It's kind of like simple. Mm. You know what I mean? But it kind of—it definitely reminds me of, a lot about Pittsburgh.
0: Really? Yeah. Like
1: it reminds me of Pittsburgh so much, just because of the bridges and the water and the. I heard
0: it's like people like I've heard that like I know around here to like been to Portland, they're like if you took like Pittsburgh and, like, down up the, like, hipster level by, like, four.
1: (laughs) It's, like, no. Basically. That's a perfect example. I mean, like, people are wearing this shit from the 70s up there. No. No, seriously. Like, they're really going hard with that shit. Yeah.
0: Wow. There's a lot of tiny homes out there.
1: Yeah. My my cousin, like, lives, he's from Pennsylvania, so he, like, does, he's into, like, uh, condos and shit and stuff like that. He wants to live not in that. real estate? No, not not in the real estate, but um just like the places he likes to live. Oh so okay.
0: Like like, he likes to
1: be in that like,
0: so Oh okay I get you. I never really got to whenever I go out there and I'm spending time like I'll
1: uh, go to the studios and shit like that. But no. when I'm hanging with him he's like at a at a
0: condo smoking
1: weed. Yeah, like a studio setup. Kind of like what you could do in here, mm-hmm. but like more like I don't know, spacious. He's very minimal, but like yeah. also very techy. Okay. Which is where I'm trying to go, like with my next studio setup. I want it to be very minimal. Like I'm like the type of guy where, you know who Lex Luger is? Mm-hmm. All right. So Lex Luger is like one of the best producers in hip hop. Okay. Like, at least in the last twenty years. Well, ten years—he's been one of the most influential, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe fifteen. It's hard to place where he's at, but um, he basically was worth um, Gucci Mane okay. and like uh, a lot of Atlanta scene. This isn't me. No, <laughs> I don't care. But I'm saying though, no. um, he was basically with a lot of the Atlanta scene, yeah. And he, um, he really just like helped Southside for real. I mean him and Southside came up together, but he kind of like made videos about like how he would just be on the floor with a desktop and like yeah. make a fire ass beat and send it out and it would just be the hardest song ever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he created this whole trap sound that everybody's using now. You know what I mean? Like and I feel like it's a lot of 36 mafia inspired, but it's also just like people like him really helped create a sound. You know what right. I, mean? I always kind of wanted to do that shit for like this area. That's right. why I was like, when I was 15, I was making beats for, you know, the FTR squad and they did a song with Chief Keef That okay. did crazy numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? I was a part of the production team behind that That camp. They had a song with, SD, okay. with like another Chicago based rapper. Was a part of Chief Keef's team around like 2013, just yeah. right before Chief Keef really like exploded. Off, you okay. Know what I mean? So whenever Pittsburgh was in that scene, I was really working on beats and like trying to help create the sound and shit. And I was blessed to be able to work with like Drama and, and um, you know Jimmy Wapo and shit like that, which has helped me like even till this day, like that still means something.
0: Yeah, you know, absolutely. That, yeah, you're building. Building, like, you know, like, rapport and, like, experience that, like, has, like, speaks volume, you know, especially with, like, names that you're dropping, they carry weight in the industry, you know what right. I mean? Right.
1: I mean, I don't even care about it being in the industry. I mean, like, for, for Pittsburgh's sake, you know what I mean? But Yeah. I don't know, man. I just fucked with my senior. I don't even
0: know where I was going. i <laughs> too much <laughs> Tell me a little bit about like what your like marketing strategy is, because you know, like go in depth with it. Like I, I, I want to learn. I want you to teach me like what Jay Brax uses to be as successful as you are.
1: Well, um, one thing that I really like strive to make sure I do every day is mm-hmm. use organic free marketing as okay. much as you can. You know what I mean? Talk to people network with people comment like you know talk to people
0: right like, be, active. be on your
1: phone be active yeah be active like the more you post might not always mean activity you know? right just posting doesn't mean activity you spend a whole day responding to dms you can spend a whole day um going on people's pages that are similar have similar demographics as you and and you know interacting with their comment section and and you know rallying up people to right agree with you on things or or maybe spark a conversation you know those things are most important at first in my opinion because you can't even do the free shit you don't need to be paying money for shit because you're going to waste your money and you're going to you're going to be looking for the easy way because people with money sometimes they'll just be like oh well i got 5g I might as well just put it into this facebook ad Yeah, quick. and then you know next thing you know Facebook ad, it does something but then they're like, Oh, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Now, there are these people and then they gotta hire somebody else to do it. But then if you would have just did some of the free shit for a little bit, and learned how to do some of the you know, commenting and, and figure out ways to engage people, then right. you know, that would be best first and foremost. Um, another thing that I like to do is I really like to, you know, uh, run ads. Running ads is important. You know. On like, where do you run
0: ads? on like, like, I primarily like, for me at least, I primarily just focus on Instagram and Google, and like pushing ads for like the YouTube channel. But like, I have like a Facebook presence, but I don't like. It's just linked. You know what I mean? Like all the posts I post on Instagram go right on. Right. Yeah. I, but but just because of like the demographic that I'm trying to target, it's just like. Facebook, like the average user is like fifty-five and up. Right.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. So I mean, one thing you gotta realize is sometimes your your brand isn't what you want it to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes your brand, you might think it's the coolest, most hip thing ever to have a podcast, and then people our age, they'll look at it and they'll be like, "I'm not really interested in this." But the next thing you know, you look at something like your age and and uh the sex or gender in your uh demographic and you'll find that you'll have like older men 45 to 55 or right. 62 that are really interested in listening to a podcast about upcoming artists for some reason in this area of detroit or yeah. they are in new york and they're like really into this shit, and they're like 35 and 40 you know what i mean right next thing you know you might switch some stuff up switch the way it looks and then you'll post that content consistently like you've been right but the people that have been able to see it they're like more engaged now because you actually have
0: it's some stuff that's towards more like
1: yeah it seems like it's like oh this is for me this time like you know what I mean like yeah. what I was saying about um those like I forget what the, what the brand is that I was saying but they just basically send us ads for you know Things that we like, like uh, stuff that we need, like shaving stuff, or yeah, um, like a Dollar
0: Shave Club, yeah,
1: or a a bourbon company, or you know, something that sends a box of manly shit, like knives and stuff like that. Like all that stuff is just—it's the same with brands too. Yeah, I mean, you. you Omaha
0: Steaks is listening. I love a sponsorship from Omaha Steaks. You
1: heard? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like uh, it's basically that shit. I feel like is important too, like understanding who you're talking to at all times, you know, and understanding that everybody's not gonna fuck with you, you know, because I feel like a lot of artists and people that get into marketing, they do what everybody else is doing and they think that it's gonna work for them, but it's not always. It's so
0: personalized.
1: Yeah, it is, and and it's very much trial and error. You know what I mean? Like no months and months and months of failure before I, I ever got any success off of my own music marketing like yeah. i had to learn from you know all types of different uh like campaign uh tutorials and uh, what are they called like seminars and, yeah like you know, yeah like collectives of videos and you gotta watch the, like courses and yeah. shit like all that stuff on top of going to school for it you know what I mean so like it seems like it's easy whatever because it's the internet but like a lot of it's just like there's trial and error yeah and story. like you're fighting
0: so much other content like it's flooded it's a you know I mean it's like flooded and it's like what makes you stick out you know what I mean so it's like when you find your niche it's almost like you gotta exploit the fuck out of it That way, like you gain the traction you need. And then once you get that niche, like kind of established then it's like, all right, now I can like kind of branch off and like start like appealing in different areas. You know what I mean? While still maintaining that, like that that base following. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, Yeah. I feel like people, uh, if they want to like maintain their base following, the best thing to do is to figure out a way to to move your following around. Yeah. who your base following is really, you know what I mean? Like, Man. you could have a huge following on um, Instagram and then take those same Instagram loyal followers and move them to Snapchat. And yeah. if you can't swipe up on Instagram yet, guess what you can do on Snap? You can swipe up. Yeah. So right. now I just, I just transferred those people over to my Snap. Now I can get them to swipe up if I didn't have 10K followers on Instagram, yeah. which is a cool way to just like, Basically say fuck you. I'm taking my people and I'm moving. Where right. I need them to go because this is my brand. I never,
0: brand. I never understood why. Like that's just not given with like if you're a business account. Yeah, you know I mean, I
1: don't
0: know. Like it's such a key feature. It's like limited until you verify. Like I feel like that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's it's if you don't get uh if you don't have ten thousand followers, you can't swipe up. So, it's just like, I don't know, that was always done with me, too. And there's people that are fucking verified that don't have 10K that can't swipe up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's literally 10K. Like, Yeah, I wonder why. I don't have no, I honestly have no idea. But, I mean. Instagram,
0: fix shit. Yeah. These, <laughs> these, uh,
1: applications, man, I don't know, bro. It's just like social media is just like, I don't know, it just changes everything for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? TikTok will change your life overnight. Yeah. Like a good YouTube video will change your life. You know what I mean? You'll get subscribers for life off of one video. You know, people will subscribe to you every time on one video. You'll know that video too. You'll be like, "Wow, man!" Like, I looked at my YouTube analytics, and I'm just like, "Geez, people are really watching the fuck out of this video." Yeah. Like, this video is literally ten minutes long. Man.
0: <laughs> stop watching at
1: eight minutes and twenty two seconds. Yeah, that's great. something really average averaged out that way, but like it would just be dope to know that like even three hundred people sound yeah, to yeah. Actually talk. that's three hundred people that are willing to like I actually sit there and live listen to yeah, too. Which yeah. also help you like build revenue for your businesses or brands, right? You know, so I really like getting into that type of shit too, because like that's a real bread and butter you know you can be an artist and make music all your life but if you don't have if you're independent and you don't have some type of idea of how to make revenue or
0: you gotta um, diversify you like, can't just rely on like stream numbers and like you know yeah, album streams, purchases and
1: streams where it all be cool. a lot of artists would be like
0: broken. filthy well yeah depending like Drake would probably be just like filthy
1: rich. I mean he is filthy rich. Well, right?
0: well oh, 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 oh.
1: <laughs> He like uses his jet to like paint you in the sky sometimes, like you know what I mean? The the fuel for a person a private jet is not cheap. No. You know, so it's just crazy to think about but it's just like it's just a, it's just the journey, man. Like people wanna be Drake but they don't want to go through what Drake had to go through got you know I mean? yeah. And it's just like everybody's musical journey or business journeys are gonna kind of be different, but when it comes to marketing, it really just takes the ability to to learn and really like understand that shit might not work the first right. time you try it and it's just like everything else you do.
0: So when it comes to yourself and then also speaking on behalf of like genius society like, either together or separately what would you say like your like motto or like
1: mission like statement like would be well i mean for me um i really always wanted people to just know that the you know, genius society was created because i wanted to Excuse me. I wanted to put a, t- I wanted to put together something where everybody could be a genius in their own way. Mm. And when I say that, I mean like, if you're passionate about something and you really like believe that you could do something with your life, if you take the, you know, proper steps, do all the learning you need to do, and, and really are really passionate about what you create, you can become a genius at that craft. Like, right. And nobody should be able to tell you whether or not you're not. You know what I mean because like every, literally everybody is a genius in their own way of something. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it's like brushing their teeth or selling pencils or, you know, for instance, if you do a podcast, like you could become a genius at being a podcaster, you know, right. you can figure out the, the perfect way to put a podcast together or something that just works for you where you're in your own world. And you're like, man, I'm really doing this shit. A lot of people don't have the genius mindset. But I feel like everybody can have it, you know, and that's one of my, like, main models. it's always been, ever since I started it, like, it really started in 2013. Okay. So it's been like seven years since it's been around, you know, in my city, started when I was younger, and it's been growing ever since, but like, it really has been growing with me, you know, because I'm obviously like, the the brain behind it, I guess, but I'm really trying to get it to grow where it's like all of us are really like pushing it and it's like we got the proper things for all of us to be able to really grow as a, as a label and like mm-hmm. take it to that next level because like yeah I can grow all day but like I'm ready to start helping Others. other mm-hmm. people grow too as I grow and then we make it a thing. Yeah that's it's like a it community after it
0: yeah.
1: It has been honestly like we spend a lot of time getting us to have the right sounds and have the right qualities and study, right. marketing and you know i've done consulting work with every last one of the artists that
0: have been on my life, yeah. year, so. now who who like is it just you that's involved with genius society or is there a couple people involved
1: no it's me um right now it's me everything chuck um 920 he does graphics and
0: okay. i'm also working with a producer named B- he's not technically engineering society right now, but yeah. I'm looking at him and, and I'm working with a couple other artists, like I'm trying
1: to get them to do like arts development programs and mm-hmm. really help them out, you know, to get their son to where they want it to be, help them understand what their vision could be. And, you know, just really like be that person that was never there for me. It's right. like, I feel like at this point, yeah, I can do for me, but it's always nice to see what you can replicate and do again. You know, yeah. and that's what I really want to show that I can replicate my success again and again and again and, and help other people get the same success so that they can do it for other people. Because I feel real leaders make other leaders, you know, yeah. no leader should have a bunch of people up under them. wondering what the next just being is. The,
0: just being a sheep. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to train. Yeah, you want to train, not just sheep, but train them to be what
1: wolves. Right, exactly. Mm it's growing and I'm, I'm, I'm looking to like start really funneling in a team like I got um, a couple people that help me on the back end with some things like mm-hmm. that you know eventually I want to be able to like sign a paper that says this is their job you know right. and hire them and pay them and you know really get it to that next level too but it takes time to really pay yeah. for people you know you gotta make a certain amount of money in order to uh, an entire record label team, which is why I do a lot of the things myself. You know, right. like the business side, the, the marketing, the PR. You know, which a is good, though. Shit. I feel
0: like, especially in the beginning, because it's like you get to build the foundation of what you want it to be, and right. then you bring in people like little by little, to then just like kind of like, not like and in an essence like maintain, but then also offer a different perspective as well. Right. Yeah, you know I mean? So, it's like, yeah, it's it's important, I think, to just be on your own in the beginning. You know what I mean? Definitely still seeking out advice and, like, you know, suggestions and stuff and bouncing ideas off of people. Like it's always good to have, like a, like, a group of people you can do that with.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? Sure.
0: Because it's like, we can say we're open-minded and, like, look at everything in multiple perspectives, but at the same time, that alternate perspective that you're generating is still your own
1: perspective. Right. That's the, that's the thing that people don't get, like, with, with the way that they think of certain things. I feel like uh, this is not always about somebody's perspective, mm-hmm. but, like, you shouldn't allow other people to have an opportunity to see you're thinking and then you know if it makes sense then okay but like sometimes when it comes to business especially they have other people that understand things in a situation where they're like helping you out type shit
0: yeah like, they gotta buy in
1: right you, got, you know what i mean
0: they gotta buy in the what you're selling you know oh, yeah. that, and that's like and the most important thing is like you find those people that like buy in like 110 percent. you know what i mean like are really down with your vision and are supportive and it's not like they're not just there to collect the paycheck but they're actually there to like produce something you know something to be proud of
1: oh yeah sometimes i feel like that's a blurred line too though
0: right
1: that's neither here nor there people people do things for money people do things for vision
0: yeah
1: sometimes money outweighs vision you know yeah
0: No, definitely. And then, you know, it's like, at the same time, it's like, I understand. And you know, it's like, everybody's wants and needs are different. You know, and then that's what makes the world a great place is the fact that we're all uniquely, like, developed and, you know, we process things like completely differently. And, you know, it's all built upon our past experiences, which, you know, form our perception. And, you know, and it's, like, that's what, that's what makes, like, life in itself fun, is yeah. just being able to see people be people.
1: Bro, I love that shit.
0: Yeah.
1: I love seeing people be people. Like, sometimes I get more joy out of seeing other people, like, accomplish things and, and be happy yeah. than I'll see for my own self, like, I'll, like, in it. It's dope when you think of it that way because when you are in your own moment and, and people are happy to see you happy, you might not realize it, but you're happy, you know. And then, like, to uh, transfer that same energy back to into else. the yeah. universe is dope. Like, yes yeah. you know, I feel like if everything is reciprocated, like I always say, you put good vibes into the universe and it'll come back in circle. Absolutely, you know I, mean? I like, agree one hundred percent. Like, don't put negative. Into the world and expect good things to always happen for you. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, because eventually things aren't always going to be good, you know. But if you mm-hmm. put positive energy into your life and you learn optimism and, like, learn how to really manifest things for yourself, mm-hmm. you can turn any situation into what you want it to be. Right. And literally, like, you might be able to catapult off from the worst part of your life. Yeah. You know, like, people talk about all the time motivational videos. Like, I don't know how people, how a lot of people work with me. I get up at like 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get up like 5, 30 I'll get my workout in. Like I'll listen to some podcasts or some motivational videos on YouTube. And I just like go, you know what I mean? Right. And, and try to get my mind like fed all this shit because if I'm not feeding my mind, then my mindset's going to be negative possibly. Like, I'll think about something negative. Cause I just know how I am, you know. Right. And I've gone through depression and anxiety my whole life. So, if I let my brain tell me something, then shit, I'll be in there. If you wake up on that, then you might stay there all day, right? I mean? But if you wake up on the right mindset and you keep going and you're rolling already and you get all the extra hard shit out the way first, get the workout in and it's cold outside, get a jog in, like you're like, man, this yeah. shit sucks. Like, Good. Like, Good. Yeah. It's yeah. the worst part of your day. Everything right. else is gonna be fucking sunshine and flowers. You know what I mean? So, like a lot
0: of positive mindset will take a uh, people a long way. Yeah. in my opinion, man. Absolutely. And it like kind sort of circles back to like where we began the discussion with like building that tool set. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Building that toolbox, and making sure that you know when you are in those like difficult times, you're able to have the proper tools to then work through them, and you know, be able to move on and you know, come back up, you know, or come back down, you
1: know, whatever the case might be. Facts. Yeah. That's so important, bro. Having a toolbox. It's crazy that you say that because, like, I've heard that so many, so many times over the last few months. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, oh, yeah, we're, this is a toolbox or this is your tool belt. Mm-hmm. And you have the tools, but it's up to you to figure out what tools you need in your belt every day right. for you to be able to be
0: successful, you know what I mean, yeah. so, yeah, that's, that's hella important, for show, sure. um, I haven't said for show sure in a while, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever said for sure, <laughs> you know, uh, like kids, uh, like friends of mine that we used
1: to go to high school with,
0: used to say for show sure all the time, <laughs> uh,
1: Who's he listening
0: to uh, a bunch of fucking Houston artists? Honestly, I, I have no idea where it originated from. I just know like a bunch of kids that played football with. It was like they would they would have like certain like I guess like end calls or whatever
1: you want to call them.
0: Um, they would just like they're around. You know what I mean? What did you
1: uh? What did you play
0: football? I played fullback.
1: Fullback? Oh yeah. man. It would have been right in front of me. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you probably could have did some damage. Right? Yeah. You got huddle
0: tapes? Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I got some huddles. Here. Yeah. You to see one? All right. Yeah, I'll show you mine. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, I got some
1: shit on there. Yeah. I used to really run. Like I was, I was running 44s. Four My max weight was like 179, almost yeah. 180.
0: I'm like 5'8. So. Yeah. See, I was in in high school. I was like, um, uh, like 5'9, five 5'10, five playing like 230. And then when I went up, when I went to college, played my first year, it became, uh, I was like got up to like 245, had like a 21 inch neck and just like, That's just like <laughs> fucking beefy shit. That's
1: crazy.
0: Uh, dude, it just did like a lot, a lot of damage to the body, like a lot of damage.
1: Oh yeah, but it's good damage, though, man. Yeah, I
0: don't, know. I don't, I don't, I don't not miss it. I, 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 no, I miss like it, I mi- I do miss it. I just like. I've done, like, I just had, like, I still need, like, I've had a shoulder, repla- like, i had a shoulder surgery, shoulder replacement, I've had, like, seven, like, document concussions, had a yeah. brain bleed, like, just found Shit, out i got to need like, back fusion here in about a year. Why? Yeah, like, dude, my back's just fucked. What the with, fuck? What are you doing? Dude, just, like, you know, just. Are you injured a lot? Yeah, well not not so much. I mean like in high school it was primarily just a shoulder, but like I didn't I played like my whole junior year and senior year. But yeah, dude just like was, like
1: out the ass. Yeah, I'm blessed. But
0: dude, like I just I, I think like, bro I, I think I quit at the right time. Yeah. No, yeah, like it's just like I um I mean like I I use like I'm not like not ashamed to say, it. like I use my fucking body as like a heading ramp. And just like didn't really give a fuck about anything as long as I did my job and I did my job effectively. You know, and it's just like. That's how it was too, bro. like
1: forearm pe- people in their face masks yeah. and such shit.
0: Like, Dude, I broke price my price helmet price like price junior year. Like, I wanted to send it in to get reconditioned. And like, Riddell calls my dad and they're like, yo, like, you yeah, know, Mr. Penis, like, th- like, what the fuck happened like, to his helmet? Like, it's like, what do you mean? Like, it's just like. Somewhere during this football season, they're like, Yeah, well, this thing's like damaged beyond repair. We've never like seen anything like this. They're like, Do you mind if we like we submitted to a study and like we're gonna and we'll ship you like a brand new helmet? And they gave me like this like special reinforced face mask because the end of junior year, my face mask went from you know being like you know out and everything to like flattened. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it was all bent. Your neck,
1: your neck probably got messed up. Yeah, dude,
0: my neck, like, actually sits, like, four inches forward, like, out of the socket. Oh, it's, like,
1: kind of
0: fucking, it's, like, kind of fucking wild. Yeah. Let me check
1: in my neck now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I used to really, like, really, like, play football. I used to try to be on defense and offense. Yeah. Like, and I didn't have to be, like, because I could try to outrun people. But, like, yeah. there was something about the contact that I really, like, dude, um, I love. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, let's get the gear on, man. Let's just get up real quick. That's what? Yeah. Yes. Dude, you let's on. just, like, get something <laughs> down this camera. Nah, really Have you ever been in a tunnel? Bro, bro yeah. I used to fucking kill people. That was my shit. Bro. No. Because I would just run full speed. Like, I'm coming at you, bro. I am with your ankles. If I'm on if I'm on defense, then I don't know. I mean, I, I get love, but I'm on Dude, offense on the ring. in the really Shit.
0: Yeah. I'm a big bull in the ring fan.
1: Oh, well, yeah, bull in the ring. Oh, yeah, a gauntlet. Gauntlet? I, I think so. Isn't that when you have four people?
0: It's like line this way, like facing this way, mm-hmm. line this way, facing that way. Then you start, you run all the way around the line, and then like you meet like, you know, like the middle between the lines. Mm-hmm. One person has a ball, one person's like, the,
1: the backer. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's kind of like the tunnel. Yeah. Is it the same as the tunnel? I think so. I think, yeah. I think well, it. the
1: tunnel, the tunnel's a little different, I guess, because if the gauntlet, you run, but if you're on this end and then you're on this end and you run, right?
0: Yeah, you go like, so Is like if I'm facing way? this way, if I'm facing this way and you're facing that way, like I would run, turn right, come all the way up the line, and then back in. Right. To the side.
1: Yeah. Well, the tunnel, you had to lay on your back. And then when they blow the whistle you get out
0: and then you run at them. Oh fuck, okay. Yeah.
1: Right there. okay. <laughs> there's barely any run. But it depends on how far you are too. Like we'd right. have thirty yard t- well, not thirty yards, I think like twenty yard tunnels. Thirty yard tunnel would be crazy. Yeah. It's like <laughs> even twenty pass. yards. Even
0: twenty yards is kinda Yeah.
1: Well I don't know, we had a pretty big team, but for all I know is that I used to get so many stingers in my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that part about it, but one thing I did, like, for some
0: strange
1: reason, is, uh, like, like, those bumps. You get, mm-hmm. like, you bump your shit on people's shit. I, like, I used to, like, going home with those. Ones. It's, it's like, almost like a cat, like, a callus, like. Yeah, inside. Like, the, yeah. yeah. Like, it's weird. Get yeah, my on them on my shins, too. Yeah. Whenever I got
0: them on my shin, I mean, I'm fucking. Run, did they were killing people.
1: Yeah, you heard a song? No. Oh.
0: Never released it.
1: No? Why not? Well, I just heard that Fed to God had a song kind of like this. Yeah.
0: It's
1: kind of questionable. question of ease. I don't Nah. I ain't calling them up when they say I don't like dropping songs. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he dropped his song yet. I've not had that for a minute. Yeah. But that's was my dude though. We uh did a did a show like uh, Kevin Gates. I opened up for Kevin Gates. Shows, yeah. uh, How
0: long ago was this? This was uh I think sometime last year. Like around here? Like around this
1: time of year? Uh, kind of. I think so. It was kind of like after I dropped in Brax. Where was this at? This was in West Virginia at Margot, um, or uh, the Barriot. Okay. And that was DJ Afterthought in the background. Mm-hmm. So I'm not know, but You guys see him? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, I feel like that one's weird for me to say that. What? But that's wrong, but I don't care. It's be interesting. I don't know. little B4. <laughs> um, that's the last thing I didn't think about. i trying to get in, not out.
0: Yeah. I mean, what did I say? Like, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, well, when you're going against the gang, True. I wasn't want to do that. True. I love what it so much, man.
1: Yeah. It was an honor meeting him, man. When you meet him? I met him, like,
0: It was like the last year's time. Okay. Well, when he was like in town for his concert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him walk in the Fox sale from my like, window. Like, just, uh, I was like, in here, I think, like, I had some people over, then you know, like, my window was you um, and all of a sudden, like, you just hear, like, all the people waiting in line to get in the foxtail, like, erupt. Yeah, I and mean, like, girls just like talking, screaming and shit. Yeah, there's this like conversion band that like pulled up, and like they see, you know you just see like Wiz Khalifa like step out and like go in the side door or there, uh, yeah, like, and like yelling. Yeah, I think we were in VIP together. No, yeah.
1: but I I, I like Loki snuck up there. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the who I was though. Yeah, but I wasn't on the list. No, so it was like yo. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, Bloody boy was there too. Uh huh. So, I met him one time before. The motor Man was there, so I didn't know Motor I Man. But, we're just a dopey Yeah. But, honestly, Mac was the dopest person I met in, like, my Pittsburgh influence. Yeah. I mean, I love Wiz, too, because, like, I grew up watching day to Days. but, like, the way that I met Mac was just so a different. Gym. We were at um, Spirit in one school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which is randomly like somewhere like, he likes to go, I guess. Okay. And um, he came in, and um, he had like a pops, I think, or some shit. I had something to drink, bro. I don't know. <laughs> his phone looked like mine right now, which is another reason why I won't get a new one. Yeah. Cause like Black Buller was dating Ariana Grande at this time. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck about his phone spirit, chilling with germ and Dan. And it was just like the dopest thing. Like, I, I was talking to him and shit. I was like, telling him, like, bro, uh, Euphoria is, like, one of the most inspiring songs. Like, I listen to, like, that, watching movies with the sound off. Yeah. That was, like, one of my most, like, it, it kind of transformed a little bit of my sound. Like, I feel like a lot of the albums that I really get into really help, like, me find inspiration, Yeah. This is like, a short way of saying I, like, really fuck with back, you know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. I basically expressed that to him. Like, it was like, bro, this, these songs helped me make this song. Like, I would love for you to hear it one day. Like, I played, like, six instruments. Like, I was just telling him everything about right. me, you know what I mean? And was like, bro, that's what's up, man? Like, he gave me his phone and shit, and he told me to put my number in it. I was so fucked up, and, like, fuck that he did that. I didn't even call myself. like the the, the easiest thing I could have did was call
0: myself yeah or send a
1: text yeah right didn't do it but I was like bro your phone's like this I was like bro your phone's fucked up he was like yeah I (laughs) know
0: yeah like yeah yeah I'm sorry. why don't
1: you get a new phone and then after that next thing you know we end up walking to Sunoco or something together and I'm like walking with him with my arm on his with my arm on his shoulders and shit. Yeah, we we're like boy. talking and shit. And we were like the same height, so it was like perfect. You know? yeah. I was like talking to him, I was, like, bro, like, what you about to get? Like, I don't know, I was just like fucking with him, I guess. And he was, like, yeah. I don't know. But uh, I don't really remember too much after that, but I know I was fucked up. Just had like, a nice telling me like, Yeah man, like hit me up. Like let's do something, you know what I yep. mean? And next thing you know, it's fucking, you know, in, in situations that are not in our control. Yeah. So it's just like one of those situations where I always wonder like now, would I ever really, you know, have had the opportunity to work with Mac or what, but like, I know one thing is, I gotta get a song with Wiz. Yeah. I gotta get a song with Wiz. Got to, it's always been on my bucket list. Wiz, Snoop, um, Smoke fucking yeah. Joey Badass. Yeah, I, I love future. Jerry Badass. Um, I want to meet Future more than I want to get on a song with him. Yeah. I feel like a song with me and Future would be good, but i probably end up sounding like Future, so. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> to Future. Yeah. Fuck with, <laughs> it, fuck with Future, Young dog. Uzi. Yeah. You know, I like that whole vibe, too. Like,
0: uh, you a Don Toliver fan? Nah,
1: eh, I'm yeah. trying to get into him. I'm more of a Travis Scott fan mm-hmm. than a lot of the people I just listed. Like, I've actually been, like, you could say I studied Travis Scott, like, uh-huh. from like 2010 to now, because like, I knew when he was doing, Al Faro, like, that's before any of the La Flame shit, well, he actually started La Flame around that time, and that was like 2011, you know, and then, right. like, um, he's one of the reasons why I got my hair, like, the, dreaded dreaded dreads. the way I do in the fade. Yeah, because for the longest, I thought that he had faded dreads. Mm-hmm. But he really has, raids. Oh, he has okay. Like, if you would, like, he can take his hair out, and it would be like an afro. Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, like some type of like fade afro or something. Right. But like, you can't take dreads out. Like dreads are in. You know yeah. Know what I mean, so it's a permanent decision. Right. Unless you want to get them out. And then it's like, takes so long and you gotta undo the hair and all types of shit. But like him and old Dirty Bastard were reason why I got my hair like cut like this. And then like Travis Scott, you kind of like if you ever listen to my music? Like I do like yes and fools and shit. Like yeah. that's all like I feel like it kind of comes from that and like being a Ferg fan and like just really like into the Mosh. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, something
0: you wanna like get up and like fucking like go yam to. Yeah, Yeah, like this song. I don't know. I feel
1: like this could do sound dope with Travis on it or something. The views
0: are fucking (laughs) incredible.
1: Well, my brother. It's been
0: a privilege having you stop by the do today, man. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah. why don't you go ahead and give yourself a shout out? That way, people know where to find your music. Learn more about the Genius Society, and um, you know, feel free to give any shout outs that maybe do. Oh yeah. So, um, y'all
1: can find all my music um, under j Brax on all social platforms, all, all um streaming platforms, and that's J A Y Y. B R A X X. Don't forget the two Y's. Don't forget the two X's. Um, and yeah, man, you can um, buy some merch at GS, the number four, ever.com. That's GS, the number four, ever.com. And then, you know, follow Genius Society on all social media platforms at Genius Society MG. That's our new handle. So it's just the regular Genius Society MG. And um, you know, shout out to the Genius Society. You know what I'm saying? We working, we've been putting new content out, and yeah. you know we are gonna keep elevating no matter what. And everybody's a genius in their own way, man. Don't forget it. You know I got a shirt from a man's at the stoop, so you know, appreciate it. We Genius Society. Appreciate We're all a Genius Society. It. We're together, gonna be rocking. So. Up. Definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah, appreciate it, man. What's up,
0: bro. Um, I wanna give a quick uh, shout out to our sponsor, Follow the Trees, Ride the Vibe. For all of our athletic and artistic listeners out there, feel free to use the promo code uh, Stoop Legends. That's Legends with a Z at checkout to receive your discount on all CBD products. Also, make sure to tune into our website at www.legendsofthestoop.com for more podcast episodes. Um, to watch our virtual benefit, um, the donation drive has ended. We were able to raise over $140 for each of the four charities. Um, so it was a great first round. Um, so yeah, that video is uh, linked on our website and also check out their services. Uh, we do event marketing, web design, videography, photography, um, consultation, anything you may need, uh, you can find right here at the stoop. And again, I thank you, uh, Jay for stopping by the stoop today. It was an honor, man. Appreciate it. bro. man. Yeah. I forgot to say, I did forget to say, um, yeah, Gene Society,
1: we do provide services as well for artists, independent artists coming up, um, and also brands. If you need any um, music videos, any video content, um, graphic designs, studio time, mm-hmm. or maybe even production for beats, um, get in contact with me. I'm very easy to get in contact with, and um, we also do artist marketing consultations as well. So if you need any advice, or if you need to get a consultation please get in contact with me. I'm trying to get more artists to work with. And, um, you know, it's always nice working with different people. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. But it's a pleasure,
0: bro. Pleasure, man. All right, y'all. Tune in next time. Thank you. We're the Legends, Legends of the stoop. stoop. We're here to advocate, stoop. educate, and inspire society. Stoop. Coming at you live from the Southside. Make sure to tune into our website at www.legendsofthestoop.com. Use the hashtag on all social platforms. Hashtag stoop. (laughs) Legends. We the legends of the stoop. Coming at you live. Right here in Southside. www.legendsofthestoop.com